0: Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. The Holy Gospel for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me and the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then Jesus opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, Thus it is written that the Messiah is to suffer, to rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins is to be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things, and see, I am sending upon you what my Father promised, to stay here in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Then Jesus led them out as far as Bethany. Lifting up his hands, he blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he withdrew from them and was carried up into heaven. They worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy, and they were continually in the temple, blessing God. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. The second century, there was a heretic by the name of Marcion. And Marcion believed that there was the separation between spirit and flesh. That flesh, that the created order, the things that we could touch, the things that we could see were evil, that they were broken, they were defiled. Creation was something that was bad and creation was something to be escaped from. That life and faith was all about going and escaping this world and getting to the next world. At first glance, it seems that the story of the Ascension is just a story about uh, Jesus going from this fallen, broken, defiled world into the good world that is in another place. Ben Myers, in reflecting upon the Ascension, says it was against such teaching that early Christians proclaimed a gospel of bodily resurrection, of bodily resurrection suffering, of bodily death, of bodily resurrection, and bodily ascension, that the ascension of Christ's body to the right hand of the Father is not a rejection of the created order. It is not a rejection of you and I. It is not a rejection of this world, but it is the taking of this world, taking of the creation, taking our hearts and our bodies and our minds and souls, and taking them To the right hand of the Father. He says that the faith of the ancient church was not about spiritual escape, but the redemption and transformation of human life in its fullness, including the life of the body. As Irenaeus, one of the great fathers of the church, said, that the Son of God did not reject human nature. Or exalt himself above it, but yet he united united himself to our nature in order that we may be united with God. We often think about images of art, of Jesus' ascension, of Jesus going up somewhere. I saw one in one church that's uh, dedicated to the ascension of Jesus. And in the ceiling of the church, all you see is two feet There's an Australian aboriginal artist by the name of Shirley Purdy. And the ascension of Jesus is shown not as a flight into the sky, but as a triumphant ascent into the red earth. Jesus ascends down, so to speak, into the land, not fleeing our world, but entering it into its very depths to exercise the loving authority over and within the whole creation. Jesus' ascension is not about his absence. It is about his enthronement. It is about even more present, being more fully present than we could ever ask or imagine. St. Augustine, when reflecting upon the ascension, says that Jesus does not go away so that he can no longer be concerned, but that Jesus suffers on the earth still and joining in our suffering that the members of the body in which we are a part of has to bear the suffering and he joins it. He says this when he says, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? And when Jesus said, I was hungry and you gave me food. No, the ascension of Jesus is about the reality of God being ever more present than we could imagine. It is about the redemption and transformation of this world. It is about uniting ourselves fully with the risen and loving God. Ascension is about our conviction that God in Jesus Christ is in charge of the world, and if there's any time that we have ever needed it, it may be now. It is our conviction that Jesus tells us what it means to be fully human. On this evening, we celebrate not only the Feast of the Ascension, But we also celebrate the feast of the visitation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's actually the eve of the visitation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. If you remember the story, the angel comes to Mary and says, Hey, Mary, guess what? I got some good news for you. Even though you're a virgin, you're having a kid. And Mary, it says, pondered these things in her heart with joy. I don't know what happens when God shows up in your life, but I know that it is something that is miraculous and awesome. This Feast of the Ascension, God is is visiting us and is asking us in our own lives to bear Jesus into the world, to bear Jesus' forgiveness to others, to bear Jesus' grace to others, to bear Jesus' justice to others. It is on this day that we claim our conviction that God is in control. The Archbishop of Canterbury has called us to light up the world with prayers for renewal of this world. It's at this time I'm going to invite you to come forward Think as you came in tonight, you were given a card to remind you to pray for someone. If you did not receive one, don't worry, we'll still get you one. And he's invited you in the next uh, days leading up to Pentecost to pray for five people. Whoever the Spirit places in your heart, just pray for them. If you want to take your rope as you come up here to grab it and, and tie a knot to remember each one, if you want to rear it around your wrist for the next couple of days so you remind it on a daily basis or maybe carry it in your pocket or attach it to your keys. But I challenge you and to uh, adopt the Archbishop's call to pray for this world, that this world would be filled with Jesus. Let us pray. O God, you have made one blood of all the peoples of the earth and has sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold and pour out your Spirit upon all flesh. And we ask you, Lord, that that these prayer cords will be a reminder for us to pray for those who need you, including our need for you. We ask these things through the name that is above all names, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org and peace be with you.